Welcome to Freelance with Freedom. I'm your host, Harriet Hadfield, and I'm so excited you're here. I help creative freelancers become fully booked and in demand in any market, on their terms and without burning out. I went from broke makeup artist living in a room I couldn't stand up in, living paycheck to paycheck, to working on the red carpets of LA as a celebrity makeup artist. I also created a six-figure business during a global pandemic in less than seven months. After working around the world and on set as a celebrity makeup artist 15 plus year, I was tired, tired of the hustle culture and an emphasis on being busy. I was tired of the starving artist mentality and buying into the narrative, there's only one way to be successful. So I decided to create my own version of success, to break the rules and rewrite my own. And I wanna show you how to do the same. If you're a freelance creative and you want to generate consistent income, work with your dream clients, and step into the CEO role in your business, you're in the right place. There's room for you at this table. I'm so excited because today's episode is sponsored by my mastermind, The Industry Icon. The Industry Icon Mastermind is a six-month group program for creative freelancers who are ready to build a global brand identity and iconic status as the leaders in their field, book the biggest clients, make infinitely more money, and build a world-renowned reputation. From selling education to sponsorship and retainers with the biggest brands in the world, Industry Icon will teach you how to position yourself as a true visionary in your industry. So join the waitlist now to be notified when applications open to the public. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the final episode of Freelancer Freedom for 2023. How crazy does it feel to say that? I can't believe we're coming to the end of 2023. But we have the holidays. The holidays are in sight and I'm so excited for this time of year. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm a big Christmas nerd. Like you've seen Buddy the Elf, that's me. (laughs) Like I get so excited about putting the tree up, about having time to rest, being with family. And one thing I love about the holidays is celebrating. Now, obviously, we have the celebration of it being the holidays and being with family and friends. But what I do want to talk about today, especially this being the last episode of 2023, is how important celebrating is, especially when you are creative. Because I think if there's one thing I've learned from people being inside my programs and celebration is a big part of our culture with inside both Freelance for Freedom and the industry icon mastermind, it's the awareness that for so many creatives, celebrating feels either deeply uncomfortable or something that they're just not familiar with. (laughs) This idea of celebrating alludes to someone else's version of success or having to get to a point where our industry has said, when you have the Vogue cover, you get to celebrate. When you hit the 10K month, you get to celebrate. When you have the six-figure year, you get to celebrate. And of course, all those things deserve to be celebrated too. But I want to talk about celebrating irrelevant of where you're currently at. Let's start this episode by talking about why it is so hard for creatives to celebrate. Because like I just said, I see it first and foremost inside my programs, how people will come into our wins channel and say, I have this small win. I have this small kind of, like everything is being played down from the get-go versus saying, oh my gosh, I did that. I am doing the work. I am showing up. Even though I might have made mistakes the first time I might have tried something new, I might have had to be a beginner at it. It might have sucked. Like I still get to celebrate that I had a go, that I showed up, that I tried and I keep coming back. So again, this idea of celebrating, I think is very connected 
to we have to earn celebrating or it has to be like big and shiny enough worthy enough for us to take a step back and just be like I'm really really proud of myself and I want to share my own experience as well because I know firsthand how I've struggled with this as well in the past especially as a creative where while for the most part I have rejected like the nine to five life, like the corporate industry of like working at a desk every single day and my, my life looking the same, I think it's so interesting how much I had compared myself to that. We talked about this on the episode with Gina Knox, like I think sometimes it's very subconscious, but when we think about celebration, we think about promotions, we think about getting the job, we think about various different things that society deems celebratory worthy. <laughs> and yet being a creative, the wins, they're always going to look different. And I think a big part of the act of celebration is it's almost like a rebellion in of itself to being in a world where creatives have been made to feel less than or made to feel like we're somehow lucky to do a job that we enjoy, right? Like, oh, well, we do our hobby for a living. We should be so lucky. And I've noticed that the constant downplay from creatives, especially in the sense of, well, yeah, I did this, but I haven't done this yet. Or I did this, but it doesn't really count until I've done X, Y, Z. And these rhetorics may sound very familiar to you. They may be things you've done yourself. And I always liken it to, my coach calls it like the dangling carrot, okay? It's like, you think about Bugs Bunny and he has like the dangling carrot on top of his head and yet it's attached to his head. (laughs) So it's like that constant chasing. And I think we get very tied to when I achieve X, whatever that may be for you as a creative, then I'll celebrate. When I hit this monetary amount, then I'll celebrate. When I get my work in this magazine or I book this client, then I'll celebrate. But the problem is those things happen and then the goalposts get bigger. We're like, oh no, I must have got the client wrong. I must have got the number, the money number wrong. It needs to be bigger for it to be worth me celebrating. And I'm someone that is so curious by content people. (laughs) Like content people are people, I'm gonna be real with you, I didn't used to get. (laughs) I was like happiness is fleeting, right? Like being happy, I think is something that no one is ever going to feel happy all the time. But I think contentment can still be an underlying emotion, even when you have struggle, even when you feel unsure, there can still be a layer of like contentment. So I've observed people who I presume to be content or see them as content. And I think a big part of that is the celebrating. It's like, rather than believing I have to wait to achieve something that somebody else has deemed worthy enough to celebrate, and often it comes from ourselves as well, right? Like we can all be our own worst enemies and worst critics of like, this wasn't big enough or worthy enough to celebrate, but content people are always celebrating. Now, when I talk about celebrating, I'm not saying you have to put up balloons and have a party to celebrate your awesomeness, although that works too. (laughs) Totally nothing wrong with doing that. But again, the celebrating can look like just spending a moment to really reflect on 2023, not just on the fact that you're still here, you're still showing up for your art, you're still showing up for your clients, but that you've stayed curious enough to be like, okay, what are the driving factors for me outside of my success? Like, why am I doing this again? Why is this important to me? And what do I wanna build in addition to my art? So whether that's community, whether that's a sense of people belonging, 
I think it comes to those like bigger, deeper questions of like the celebrating will always be more than just the monetary amounts. And again, I want to be super clear. You should be celebrating those things too. But it's noticing if you've told yourself you don't have permission to celebrate what you achieved this year because you don't think it was big enough or worthy enough. And if that is you, in a way, this podcast is for you. I want you to really reflect on how does it benefit you by thinking what you did this year wasn't enough? Like, what are the reasons you made decisions this year? And I think about myself, like originally I was going to do more launches this year than I originally planned to. And there was a really beautiful moment where I was like, actually, there's a rush energy in this. And if I tune into myself right now and my own needs, I don't need to do that extra launch. Like this year has been so successful. And anyone could look at my year this year and like measure it in many different ways. It could be measured monetarily, how many clients we brought into our world, like how big our community got. But it's also, I'm celebrating the personal wins of really building a deeper sense of trust with myself. I'm celebrating really tuning into building a sense of what is my identity? Like, what do I learn from other people that helps me and I want to bring in, but also how I put my own Harry spin on things? Like, how do I trust that I've got to try things? And I heard this saying recently, and I think it's it's not a, a statement that will be unfamiliar, but the celebration that I am really choosing to honor this year is the mistakes I've made. It's being brave enough to make the mistakes because what I've learned making mistakes is what's helped me grow and be successful. So again, I think this whole idea of success, (laughs) it's a very loaded word, okay? I think the word success like really like trips people up, but come back to whatever has happened this year for you, Even this was like, if you're judging this year as like, okay, well, I made the least money yet. I had the least bookings. How can you find ways to show your brain there's still so much to celebrate? There's still so much I get to be proud of for the very fact I'm still here. And if I've made mistakes, what did I learn in those mistakes that are gonna take me to the next level I want to reach? Like, where were those mistakes essential for your growth? Because the only way you stop growing is to stop completely. That's the only way, okay? If you want to fail, just stop. Versus the mistakes, the things we have to learn from and the problems we have to solve regarding the mistakes are how we grow and how we get more of the things we want. And I'm not just talking about work and clients, okay? But I want everyone listening to this episode to decide, (laughs) keyword decide, that 2023 gets to be celebrated. Even if it was hard, even if it was emotionally taxing, where can you be proud that you showed up for yourself imperfectly, okay? That you tried things that maybe a past version of you wouldn't let yourself try for fear of getting it wrong, for fear of being a beginner. Where can you celebrate who you have become by making mistakes, by showing up? And when I think about celebrating, like I said, you get to have the party. I want to be very clear. I love a party. But where is there some intentionality on you spending a moment, whether it's that in a journal, whether it's taking yourself out for a nice meal or doing something where you get to commemorate 2023? 
and you decide that rather than chasing the next big goal or chasing, and I want to be clear, like there's the chasing versus, okay, like I said, the content people celebrate every step of the journey. Let's use the analogy of the marathon. I think running is always a good one, right? It's like, if I'm just doing it to cross the finish line, if that's the only reason I'm doing it, what happens when you cross the finish line? What happens then? Versus if it's in the training, if it's in the showing up, if it's in the putting on your trainers, if it's all those little micro wins, when you celebrate every little step, you don't put the pressure or the onus on this final thing, the crossing the finish line to make you feel good because you've enjoyed every little step, even it was hard, even when it was boring. Okay, so it's a little bit like where can you romanticize the mistakes, the mishaps, the steps, the things that were hard, the things that challenged you this year and say thank you for them. Okay, where can you say thank you for 2023? Even if you're ready to write off 2023 and like bring in 2024, I want this year to be the year that we never talk about. No, take some ownership of how beneficial this year has been for you and spend some time, like I said, celebrating who you've become in the process, who you continue to become because celebrating is a skill. There's lots of skill sets I talk about that creatives need. And one of the reasons I always make sure my programs, we have weekly wins and we endorse celebrating, okay? We celebrate celebration is because we need to lift each other up. For too long, creative industries have been pitted against each other. And there's the dog eat dog narrative of like, if you're successful, it takes away from me. But the fun, the fun comes when we are all cheering each other on, when we are all saying, okay, yeah, that didn't work out the way you wanted it to, but look, you still had a go. You still showed up. Let's try again. Let's see what we can learn from what we just did and do it better next time. Maybe it'll be easier next time. Maybe we'll do it faster next time. Maybe we have to screw up three more times. Who knows? <laughs> okay, when I think about my mistakes, I love that saying where it's like, I like to make sure I'm, I'm really good on knowing I've made a mistake. So I like to make it a good few times <laughs> to make sure I really learn the lesson. And that's never been a bad thing, okay? Like I don't put the pressure on myself to have to get something right first time because that doesn't help me. So again, when you look back on 2023, where can you look back with a thank you and practice the art of celebrating? Whatever that looks like for you, you get to decide that you can be proud of yourself right now, no matter what the bank balance looks like, no matter what your current living situation looks like, no matter what your calendar looks like for 2024, decide that you will celebrate 2023 and choose to be proud of who you are and who you're becoming. So I'm wishing you a very, very happy holidays and I'm wishing you all the best for 2024. But before you start thinking about 2024, I just want you to have a moment for 2023 and for yourself. Celebrate you. I'm so proud of you. I can't wait to see you when we're back in 2024. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to Freelance with Freedom. I'd love to continue this conversation over on Instagram. So come hang out with me at Freelance with Freedom. You can follow me there for mini trainings that include mindset and strategy to help you step into the CEO role in your business. And if you're interested in taking this work further, head to www.harrietadfield.com to find out more about working together. I'm wishing you an incredible week and I can't wait to see you in the next one.